The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Billion up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. This is the EP Podcast. First National Bank of Evergreen Park sponsors this show. Know when you're working towards a financial goal that the First National Bank of Evergreen Park is there with you. Every little bit counts and they're with you every step of the way. And that's why when you open up a total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus. Plus, you get great mobile and online banking tools. You have easy access to your money. And if you use an ATM anywhere, they will pay the fee for you. Let's say you're in California. Use a strange bank. That bank's charging you like five bucks. I actually brought this up with the folks over at First National Bank of Evergreen Park, Anna. I was like, what if I walk into a CD club and they're like, to withdraw money, there's like a $10 fee. They're like, we pay that $10 fee. I was like, really? So they cover Bourbon Street they ATMs? Cover, <laughs> they cover, <laughs> hey, yeah. She's talking about the ones on actual Bourbon Street. That, oh, yeah, that, yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, they cover everything. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. Joining us for the show will be the pastor of Most Holy Redeemer, who is going to talk about everything that has to do with the parish carnival, something that did not happen last year, was declared dead back in May. And they were able to put it together in a couple of weeks. And it is happening here at the end of July. It is one of the biggest parties in Evergreen Park. It lasts for four straight days, the 29th through the 1st. And all the details coming up here later on in this episode. And our good buddy, John Brand, is joining us for this episode as well at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. How are you, John? I'm good. How are you? I, I, you know what? I need you here today. I need help. Because I don't, I'm not at 100%. I'm at your service. Tell yeah. me what's wrong. Right before I came over here... I made the terrible decision to go play softball, and I was over at Duffy Park maybe five minutes before you showed up in my driveway. And I was like, okay, I'm going to play, and we'll have John come at 8, because normally you come in like earlier in the night, and that was why I wanted yeah. to play. And uh, it was a close game. Um, I went 3 for 4. The only out that I had was the hardest hit ball I had, and some ridiculous play was made in the outfield. Like I was like, oh my God, I got all of that one. I was like, happy Gilmore, and the guy caught it. <laughs> I had three infield hits, though, because I'm sneaky fast. I'm fat and sneaky fast. <laughs> three infield hits. Three Only infield hits. Only you pull that off. The last hit was to send it to extra innings. And I'm on, uh, I'm on Village Trustee Norm Anderson's team. He's talked about it before here on the show. And I come up, and we need to get a run. And I hit the ball, and it dies right in front of home plate in fair territory. And I'm watching it, and I'm waiting for the ump to say it's foul, and he goes, fair. So then I just take off like a shot up the first baseline, and everybody's scrambling to get it, and I beat the throw. And on the last step, I have hurt my foot. The problem is my wife is taking us all to the Outer Banks in a couple of days, and now I'm injured. And it was like one of those things where I'm trying to pretend that I'm not hurt around her, 
but I'm hurt, Hannah. Chris, this is the third year in a row you have hurt your foot <laughs> playing men's softball. I know. When I does keep this playing. end? <laughs> I keep playing. That's the thing. I'm like... I mean, you don't have the boot and the cane. No, That was no. hilarious. That was a couple beer- years ago. Boot and the cane was a couple years ago. That was three ago. years ago. John, do you ever play sports at this age? Uh, I, uh, not recently. Right. Not recently, but... Uh, I do pitch. So if you ever look for a uh, oh, backup pitcher, sixteen, so- I pitch sixteen. We're going to bring you many, in, in this many, many, many we years. Have a pitcher. People would love to have you in this league. You're in next year. I'm in. Get I'll play. In. I'll play. I pitched sixteen. Yeah. F- I pitched sixteen for a long time. You can watch the uh, the lightning speed of a Chris Lanuti. <laughs> who, like, everybody laughs about it. Norm Anderson, Village Trustees, been on this show. You can go back and listen to On Demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. And he and Mark Marzullo laughed about it in an episode. Like, look at Chris. Does he look like he's fast? And then he just, it's infield <laughs> hit like after infield fast? hit after infield hit. Like, so, that's what so he does. No, he does not look like he's fast. <laughs> let's deconstruct this because right. I'm having, I'm first of all, I'm not surprised that you have blazing speed. I mean, just look at you. You're an Adonis you I have am. this. Uh, I am. Um, did you stretch before the game? I did. You did. No, I didn't pull a muscle like stretching. I I put my heel down on first base. It's always his. It was foot. that last step. It's always. It was foot. that step where I knew I could see the first baseman stretching, and I knew I had to hit the base, and I was aiming for the very front part of the base because that's the shortest distance. Yep. And I shortened my stride to get the base, and it was a bang bang play. The, I threw my arms out. The ump yelled safe. You, you the other knew, team yelled out. I was safe. You knew everybody was counting on you. Everybody was counting on me. The whole weight of the world was on me, John. Okay? And I had to do it, and then I hurt myself. And were, were you, you were safe. <laughs> I was safe. Oh, yeah, it would have been embarrassing if I was out. Oh, that would have been embarrassing. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> even though we go into extra innings, we still lose the game. So the problem is I can't even tell my wife I won the game with that play. I just extended the game and then lost. So what do we have to do to get you better? Well, I'm going to put this foot in a big bucket of ice. That's the plan. But I mean, like all the plans for today's show, like I was going to go out, Hannah, and I was going to uh, get a couple of safe drivers and hand them prizes. Nope. Nope. Put my foot in a bucket of ice. We're all waiting another week or so before we do that. Like I I have all the prizes. I got I got free pizzas. I've got uh, free uh, like gift cards for a couple of different places around town. I can't hand out anything because my foot hurts. And if I don't perform and make it, like, I have to do all the driving on this trip. Yeah. If I don't do the driving, Erica drives. That can't happen. Uh. No. That can't can't happen. happen. That can't happen. Well, glory is definitely definitely more valuable than health. So I think you You think it's okay that I do this, Yeah, I think stretching it out. Right. Stretching out that that run, I think that was the right decision. Just don't pull a Michael Scott when he... Burned his foot on the George Foreman grill. From the office? was completely incapacitated. Yeah, no, no, no. This was an actual sport that I hurt myself at, <laughs> Hannah. This isn't like I, I, mean, I wasn't trying to but win. But he acted like he was dying. We weren't up by 10 or t- down by 10. This was a close game. This this mattered, at least for like those five minutes that we were out there. This mattered. So I, I sacrificed my, uh, myself on the altar of sports. <laughs> now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by my good friend, Mike Thauer, your country financial representative. He takes care of my home and auto insurance. He's available anytime I have a question or I need his help. And he's located right in the heart of Evergreen Park at 3923 West 95th Street. Give him a call today or pop in and say hi. He likes pop-ins. 708 425 
1559. The dreaded CSX is now going to cause more traffic problems in Evergreen Park. Get ready to see detour signs if you try to get down 87th Street and think you're going to be crossing at Rockwell. Not going to happen. Repairs going on for two weeks starting the day this show comes out on July the 19th. Meanwhile, a little government news this week. After Mayor Kelly Burke was elected, there was an opening on the village trustee board. 20 different folks applied for the position, and in the end, Jeannie Olson has been appointed to sit on the village board until the next election. She has been described as an active volunteer with District 124 Foundation, Southwest Elementary, and Most Holy Redeemer Parish. The new trustee will be sworn in July 19th at the village board meeting. The Evergreen Park Fire Department has a limited number of smoke alarms available to village residents at no charge. Those are important. Call the station, 708-422-2148 for more information. This week, on Wednesday, July the 21st, it is the big party to celebrate 40 years of service for Mayor James Sexton. And so if you head over to 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park and you bring $40, which you pay at the door from 6 to 9 p.m., you can join in the big retirement party. Drinks, appetizers, and live entertainment included with that ticket you purchase at the door. Congrats to Mayor James Sexton on his retirement. That should be one heck of a party. Get out there. That's your EP Podcast Word on the Street. And the EP Podcast rolls on, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com. Do you golf? I try to golf. I'm really bad at it. But sometimes you just got to get out. Spend your day amongst nature. Hang out with old friends and meet new friends on the course. That's why the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce annual golf outing is the best. August the 6th, it returns and kicks off at 12 p.m., Come out and mingle and enjoy the scenic nine-hole course at Fountain Hills in Elsip. Play for fun and prizes in a beautiful wooded setting with nearby lakes. Golf, a cart, and barbecue afterwards, only $70 per person. And if you just want to hang out and eat some barbecue, $25. Whether you're new to playing golf, you play once a year like me when somebody drags you out there, or you're an avid golfer, The Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce golf outing this August the 6th is sure to be a great time. For more information and to reserve your spot, go to evergreenparkchamber.org. Joining me down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, it's always good when we have a priest hanging out with us. I feel feel just a sense of calm as I'm doing the podcast that everything is going to be okay during this 30 minutes of good for Most Holy Redeemer Parish. The pastor, Father James Highland. How are you, Father Jim? I'm doing good, Chris. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate you jumping on. You've got big news, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Uh, people are getting excited. There was no carnival last year. There was no carnival in June, as expected. And at the time, it didn't seem like we were going to have one at all this summer. And then very, very quickly, Most Holy Redeemer has been able to put together a carnival that is occurring now on this last weekend of July going into August. It's Thursday through Sunday. And and tell me how this came about. How or how how recent was it that you heard you could have a carnival? And then how quickly did you have to put this together? Well, we had been told for a long time that we weren't going to be able to do it. Okay, so Trying to put something together in June at our traditional dates just wasn't going to happen this year. We had talked uh, about trying to do something if things opened up enough for us to have some kind of event because, you know, we just haven't had anything in a long time. I think people 
are looking to, for something to do, and I think especially a chance to gather together. When we got the word that we could possibly do something, we checked with the Carnival Company to see if they had any dates available, and they gave us uh, dates in August and then these dates at the end of July, and we had a meeting of the Carnival Committee, and people felt that we could put something together for those days. So here we are. Uh, our Carnival will take place. Uh, it's not going to be as big as we've had before, obviously, you know, we're down one day, four days instead of five. Right, right. You're going Thursday the 29th through the 1st of August. And when you say not as big, does that mean that the Carnival Company couldn't get all the rides? Is it, uh, no, I mean, I, are, are we going to get basically the same thing that we normally get? I mean, we, we will have pretty much, I think the lot will be filled with rides. Good. But uh, in terms of, I think you're going to probably find fewer food vendors out there this year. Uh, the normal raffle we would have for the carnival, getting tickets printed, getting them mailed out to everybody, we just would not have had time to do that prior to uh, the carnival. I think the main things, you know, the rides, uh, entertainment, food, the beer garden, all of that is there, still going to be there. Right there. That's all you need, Father. Let's be honest. You need some rides for the kids. You need things that make noise for the little kids. And you need a beer garden for the adults with a band. I mean, right then and there, you got a carnival. I, I mean, you, you're missing one or two food vendors. I'm not worried about that. It sounds to me like it's going to be a party. Well, the chance to win some money is always good, too. Well, you know, <laughs> that's well, so, I, I mean, for, for all the raffle fans out there, uh, we're hoping to do some kind of uh, a big split the pot raffle. And we were talking about that. We had a meeting last night. Uh, we're not exactly sure if we would try to do one every night or maybe just try to do a big one where we would pull the winner on Sunday, or winners, we might uh, split it up a little bit differently. We will have the the Turbo Queen of Hearts that we had a couple years ago. That's fun. Uh, we'll do I that, that again. Yeah, and you got the pull tabs too, I'm not mistaken, right? Because I, I signed up to walk around the beer garden on one of the days, so I'll be walking around actually doing pull tabs and helping out. And a few of the other games we'll have. So when, when you decide you're going to have the carnival, I mean, normally, I would imagine your timeline is like, you're planning this thing almost a year in advance where you're telling the carnival company like, hey, come back next year around this time. And then there's meetings throughout like the off season. And as you're ramping things up, this was more like, uh, how many times did you make a phone call? Like, hey, I noticed this last minute, but we're having a carnival. The carnival company, we usually sign a multi-year contract with them. Okay. So we know uh, we're going to have the carnival. Uh, and going forward, I mean, 2022, look to our dates in June again, because we are signed up for that. Uh, this normally wouldn't have happened except for the coronavirus, because the carnival companies haven't been having you know the normal carnivals that they would have either. So it just turned out that they were available to do it at this time. Uh, and it's a little rushed for us trying to put it all together too, because normally we start meeting in January. Other than the, the fact that you might have a couple less food vendors and that you won't be having the raffle, those that have gone to the carnival should probably expect what we would normally see out of the MHR carnival, right? I mean, yeah. that ridiculous ride that I'll never get on that my kids ask me all about the zipper. I would imagine that thing is going to make an appearance. There'll be something else that's really scary that my kids if get on. And I go, not I'm not getting zipper, on that. I mean, it'll be something else that makes it look terrifying. You, couple, you know, you always have the, a couple big rides right. and then. And then you're going to have the entertainment. I'm, uh, I thought I heard you say. Yes. So are, is there going to be live music every night? Uh, there will be live music. All right. Do we have any idea who it's going to be yet or no? You're still, uh, still booking it up. I know we've got... Do you need me to get a band together? Uh, we have some of the ones that have been here before. Uh, we have uh, the Juke Shakers. 
We'll okay. be here on Thursday. Okay. Uh, I think they said uh, the Rolling Stone band we've had, Rocks Off. Oh, Rocks will, Off will be there. They'll All be right. here. And All then right. there's another one. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember the name. Sun Fallen or something like that. We'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> on Saturday, they're just supposed to be like they do a, a lot of covers and, and some of their own music they do. Uh, we're working on something for Sunday. Uh, if we can get a band. A, a while back, we had had this. Basically, they were like a, uh, a midlife crisis band that rather than get red convertibles, these guys put a band together. And they call themselves the World of Kevin. And <laughs> they came out on a Sunday, and Sunday, and they, they played one year. And I thought they were really great. And people said, oh, they were a lousy band. Well, maybe music-wise, but people enjoyed them. They brought... They put on a show. They brought a crowd with them, which right, was the right. other thing. Right. And I mean, I've been at uh, carnivals where we had like a big name band who brought a crowd, but then the crowd they brought was just there to listen to the band and they weren't buying our food or our drinks or anything like that. But these people that came with them, uh, you know, they played our games, they bought our food and stuff. So, And that's a big deal for you because this is a massive fundraiser for yeah. the school. Like it hurt last year. Not only, like there were a lot of things I'm sure hurt you in the last year. One, you don't get to do mass for a while in front of your, your parish. And, and, and so that, that hurts you as a priest Two, it, it hurts you because you can't have your fundraisers and you can't do the different things that help you keep the parish going. This is a big deal for most Holy Redeemer parish as it would be for any parish on the South side of Chicago. So it's important that people get out and spend some time there and hopefully their money at your, at your carnival, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I just, before I get into that, let's go back to the world of Kevin for a second. <laughs> world of kevin this you're like their you're like their biggest fan we're not we don't they're know like, you're like their band their music's terrible but you gotta see this world of kevin i didn't think their music was bad other people <laughs> thought their music was bad but um and i, I don't want to we're, we're trying we're looking to see if we can right. get them to come i'm right. not saying that they're going to be here the other three bands i mentioned they will be here we'll also have an appearance by the stockyard kilty band now getting back to the other thing though yeah we we have been uh hurt a lot by what we haven't been able to do uh, and just even the things we, we have been able to do so often it's like okay how many people can we bring uh, what are the precautions we've got to take and all that so uh, just to have an outdoor event where we can come to this uh, you know the money part of it is good but and important but I also think you know just for people to be able to come together and do something that we all enjoy doing something that we we have missed doing. I think you know that's going to be to me. That's like the, the bigger thing this year with the carnival is just a chance for everyone to come together again. You're going to have the new principal walking around. I, you guys had an, an an acting principal during a pandemic. And first of all, I I know Sue Duffy. Uh, I'm, I've had kids in that school. She did a great job getting through a, a pandemic. Is somebody that did, I don't think in her heart of hearts, wants to be principal. Wants, she likes what she does normally at the school, and she kind of had to step up and run things in a very difficult school year for you, and now you have a new principal coming in. How excited are you about that, and what did you think about what Mrs. Duffy did during your, uh, your well, last I, year? Well, I thought Mrs. Duffy did a fantastic job. Uh, we're very grateful that she was willing to step up and do that. Uh, our new principal, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, Dan Turney uh, came to us. Uh, very highly recommended, and so far he seems to be uh, a really good fit for our school. Uh, I think I'm going to enjoy working with him. I think other people will too. Uh, he's very enthusiastic. He has a lot of good ideas. Uh, he's actually, you know, someone we're going to see. He'll be, I'm sure, he'll be at the carnival. Uh, 
but he's he's also very excited about being here. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And now you and him, you, hopefully, you'll be able to spend some time listening to the world of Kevin. The 29th through the first that is coming up very quickly. It is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And 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 you know, you're going to have all the information up on your website. But as per usual, you're going to have the late nights on the on the Friday and the Saturday night. You're going to have more hours during the day on Saturdays and Sundays. It's you know what carnival hours are, folks. Okay, but you can check that out at mostholyredeemer.org. So make sure you get out to the Most Holy Redeemer Carnival. I'm looking forward to be there. If you're looking for extra entertainment, we'll bring the podcast out for a night. Just let me know. We do hope to see you there. And also, events like this don't happen by themselves. Uh, if anyone is interested in helping out and working at the carnival, uh, two-hour shift, one day or another, uh, please call the rectory, volunteer your services, because that's the only way an event like this can be successful. It's summer in Evergreen Park, and right now you're thinking to yourself, where can I get together with family, friends, have some traditional Irish food and incredible cocktails, or just have the perfect pint of Guinness poured for me? Porter Cullen's Irish Pub and Restaurant has fine Irish dining, catering for any event, is family-friendly, and now has a brand-new private party room and video gaming for those 21 and over who want to try their luck at the slots. The beautiful brand-new private room at Porter Cullen's holds between 12 and 25 for seating and up to 30 for drinking, and the adjoining brand-new private gaming room Play games in private and receive service for drinks and food while you play. Go for the corned beef and the fish and chips and pop back and check out the brand new facilities at Porter Cullens. Porter Cullens is located at 3541 West 99th Street. Find out more at portercullens.com. I, I took my car for like an inspection, oil change, tire rotation, all that stuff, because I'm going to the Outer Banks. John, have you taken big trips before? Uh, Many. In fact, we're taking one this weekend ourselves. So you're going somewhere. Where are you going? We're going to Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is the time of the year to go to trips, and I love Chattanooga. Yep, it's a great town. I really love it. Great town. You know what? I I always make that a stop on purpose, no matter how much time I'm making, how good a time I'm making to Florida. I don't care. I want to stop in Chattanooga. It's a great A lot town. of people want to push on to Atlanta. Chattanooga's great. River City. Yeah. Mountains surrounding the city. Yeah. Uh, a, a very lively downtown. A lot of restaurants, a lot of bars, a lot of nightlife. And the people are very, very nice. So I take the car to the dealership. Was this the Maserati or was this the Ferrari? This, <laughs> no. This is the Ford Explorer. The fo- Oh, okay. Right. I bring the car in. And I tell him I want, like, I paid like $120 for like a full inspection, check the battery, check the tires. Is it still under warranty? No, the car's way over warranty. And and the guy comes back to me, he calls me up and he says, Chris, got some bad news for you. You need front brake pads and you need new rotors and you need new tires. Like, I mean, he's up to a thousand bucks with all the stuff I need. So... I sit there and think for a second, and I say, here's what I want you to do. Change the oil. Do what I'm paying you to do, and I'm going to come pick up the car. So I go and I pick up the car. When I go and pick up the car, no lie, guys. I mean, this is this is 100% true. I go and I pick up the car, and they give me, like, the sheet where the mechanic marks off everything that's going on with the car. And he gives me six or eight. Two of the tires were at six. Two of them were at 8.30 seconds. There's a big sign behind the guy who's giving me the keys. It says you don't replace the tires so you get the 330 seconds. Then 
the brake pad thing says there's five inches or five millimeters, wherever it is, on the brakes, on the brake pads. The big sign behind the guy who's giving me the keys back says you don't replace that till you get the two. Yep. So I take the thing that he just handed me and I go, you just told me that I need $1,000 in repairs. But according to your chart and the thing you handed me, I didn't need any repairs. And then he just stared at me. And he was like, well, eventually you need them. I'm like, eventually, <laughs> eventually I'll be dead. You'll be dead. Eventually <laughs> the sun will explode and we'll all be gone. But I didn't need all this stuff today. And I was happy I didn't do it. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, thank God I didn't do it. But the thing was, Erica goes, for peace of mind, let's go to another place. So we go over to another place. That guy, guys, that guy found everything that the dealership said was fine. That guy said wasn't fine. And I'm like, hold oh, on a second. Now he's full of crap. This Every, is why I just lease my car. <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly say to anybody is, hey, can it get me on my vacation? And they're like, oh, this guy no here. Way. Gonna, this oh, is no. a death trap. Car's going to explode it's before a, you get to Tennessee. You're all your all family's going <laughs> to die. And folks, before I continue this podcast, I want to tell you a little bit about my friend, Larry Liebforth. Larry was born and raised right here in Evergreen Park and has been in business for almost 30 years. I continuously see him volunteering his time with local sports associations, helping out the kids, helping raise money for charity. And what you need to know is that Larry is there in case you need some help as well. For nearly 30 years, the law offices of Lawrence G. Liebforth have been handling every kind of law you can think of, from personal injury cases to real estate dealings, if you need a will drawn up, or representation in a criminal case. It's good to know you have local representation available, rooted in the community with decades of experience. Located over at 4001 West 95th Street in Suite 200, give him a call for any of your legal needs. 708-499-6300. The law offices of Lawrence G. Leeforth, here to help you. All right, John Brand, you got a brand new beer. You got something I don't think I've had before. It what do you got? It is so good. It's a fan favorite. This is actually one of our most requested beers. Uh, it's a speculator with fresh blueberry puree. Oh, you brought a blueberry. Brought now, a blueberry this and they taste like fresh wild blueberries. No, no, no. Here's yes. the thing, Hannah. Good. Here's the thing, Hannah. This is a test for John. Erica, my wife, has been in the blueberry beers for at least a decade. Like, this is her thing. She loves blueberry beers. Should we beckon her down here? And I hate them. Like, there's been about three blueberry beers in my entire life that I've sipped that she's given me. And I'd be like, all right, I'll drink that. Why? Do you like blueberries? I don't like blueberries. Why not? I don't know. You don't like blueberries. But the thing is that I get with blueberry beers is that people put too much syrup in them. There's no syrup in this. And they're too sweet. This is puree, And I don't like that. The same syrup. This is is fresh. So because this is fresh blueberry puree, there is a a little tartness to it. Right? See, I like sour, so I'll take, I, I like tart. That's okay. I can deal with mm, that. It's so good. But like the problem is if I drink this, John, and we're good friends. <laughs> we're if good I friends. drink this. We're best friends now. Yeah, I, we're be- I, I think we're best we're friends. We're besties. Yeah, exactly. Happy you're birthday, like, bestie. You're like, the, you're like my brother from another mother. <laughs> yes. But the, the problem is I'm afraid to drink this because of my... The way I recoil from blueberry beer. Well, so tell right. everybody about it have you while had I drink a, it. Have you had a sip of it yet? No, I haven't tried it. Okay, let me I'm tell you. About, let me tell you about the beer, and then you have a sip of it, okay? And then I want to hear what your reaction is to it. So this is the speculator. Is is your listeners may or may not know? Uh, speculators are best selling beer. The style is called a cream ale. It's, it comes in at four point eight percent. 
the cream ale is our version or our introductory beer if you're still into american light lagers right so it's a very approachable uh it's it's a great beer it's also a beer that serves as a great backbone or baseline for any fruit that we want to adjunct to this beer so we do a series of fruited beers to the speculator the blueberry speculator in particular is is a fan favorite we always it's one of the most requested beers so um we do this maybe two or three times a year uh we'll get fresh blueberry puree uh, we'll introduce that to Speculator. Uh, we'll let it sit for 24, 36 hours, and then put it on draft. We have uh, we have one barrel of this, and usually it goes within the first 72 hours that we put it I on. I can understand. So what do you think, Hannah? Do you like it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It tastes like wild, fresh blueberries. Like, where I grew up in the middle of nowhere, and we had blueberry bushes everywhere. When I taste this, I actually get a taste of, like, just blueberries that would have, like, picked like right off the bush like they it's just fresh it's wild it's tart but not it's too not tart. overly tart though. it's the not overly is... tart but it's not sweet you hear a fruit flavored beer the first thing you prep for before you take a sip sometimes is is this going to be too sweet and yeah. this is not the case and chris poured these into snifter glasses so if you put that up to the nose you will get some blueberry notes in the it is a solid smell yeah it smells like blueberries yeah. but it doesn't taste like a blueberry syrup so it does not it's so, very fresh so it's still approachable for people that it's aren't particularly all that enthusiastic about fruited beers, it's still a beer you can drink. So let me ask you this question so before before I dive into this. Why is it that most breweries, when they go into fruit, it seems like blueberry? Like I've seen more blueberry beers in like peach ales or cherry beers or like blueberry seems to be something that brewers like. Have you noticed that? Like, is there a reason why you think that people go with blueberry more I, than others? I, I don't I don't know if I have a good answer for you on that. I do know like I can remember back 10 years ago when we first started adding fruit purees to beers, blueberry always seemed to go really well with stouts. So okay. maybe maybe that's where it came from. But today, today in 2021, every fruit is used. And I don't know if blueberry is taking precedent over any other fruit. But I mean, I'm thinking back to 10 years ago. Anytime someone said they had a blueberry stout, people will come running because those that blueberry tartness really paired well with all those roasted characters in the stout. So maybe that's, Chris, why you're saying that. I'm not sure. How many pounds of blueberries did you have to add to to make this? It was a... Uh, it was five gallons of uh, fresh pressed puree. So wow. I don't know. I don't know how much that weighed, but it was five okay, gallons. Okay, five worth. gallons. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've had a. T- I've had a sample. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm I want to know what you think. think. Okay, I'm going to say me what this. You think. By the, by the way, it's four point eight percent, like all speculator beers. I I liked it, and I and, and I say that because it wasn't overly sweet. Like when I drank it, I expected sugar. I expected it to be overpowering. I expected it to be way too much blueberry because that's what most blueberry beers are. But instead, this was very similar to your lemon lime speculator where there is a hint of the flavor, but the beer is still there. So I like it. I'm glad to hear that. I, I, I want to tell you that. I, I And honest to goodness, John, I when you walked in here with this, I was like, oh my God, he's here all the time and I'm going to tell him I hate his beer. But I liked it. I... 
keep pouring. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to. And your wife is texting me. She's saying, "Don't you like, drink all of it? Don't berry. drink all of it." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna pour a little bit more." As we're down here in the bar, she's like, "Save the blueberry." I'll save it as I pour myself a third. Not that it matters because this physique and body that you maintain is Adonis-like. No, right? remember, at the very You're beginning of the show, we talked about it. Three right. infield hits tonight. You're at peak and physical condition, right. but those antioxidants and the blueberries are probably oh, yeah, helping heal your ankle injury yeah. as well. I can feel myself getting stronger, like yes. Popeye when he has spinach. Yeah. Packed yeah. with B12. Right, yeah, yeah. Give me some more of this. Erica doesn't need it. Excellent job, John. <laughs> well, thank you. So, How long does a beer like this stay on tap? Uh, this will probably last. It might get us through the weekend. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I think we have another uh, pale blueberry puree coming. So it'll probably come back on. Again, this is one of our most requested beers. So <clears throat> when the fresh blueberry puree is available, because it is seasonal, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do this as many times as we can, as, as often as we can get our hands on the puree. All right. So get out to Open Outcry, 109th and Western, just a little bit to the south of that intersection. Great place. Amazing rooftop. Have a piece of pizza. What are you on right now? What do you got? You've been on the arugula oh, for like your, a month. Your pizza addiction. You've been on the, the aru- yeah, like you've been the on the same one for arugula. a long time. Yeah, the arugula. I did the arugula on. prosciutto for I don't know three or four weeks. Um, you know what I have? You know what I've had a few times last yeah, week? Yeah, is the Western Avenue burger. That's a I've nice had three one. or four of them. That burger is a the solid burger. Is rock solid with yeah. that pineapple barbecue yeah, sauce. That is yeah, one of good. the that is one of the and top the bake, five and burgers. The bacon. That is one of the top five burgers on all the South Side of Chicago. If you like burgers, go get it. One hundred nine thirty four Southwestern Avenue, or check them out at openoutcrybrewing.com. My friend, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Right. Hang I'm going to go so put my fun. foot on ice. I'm going to just <laughs> stick it in a bucket of ice now. You know, because I got to be ready for the next game because they count on me. They, they, they do. <laughs> they do. You're a hero. Not all heroes wear capes, John. Remember that. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com.